0: Hello, welcome to the Finding Proof Live show for this week. I am sitting in my lounge room today, I'm working from home today and I have the most stunning view outside my lounge room window. It's autumn here in Australia and what I love about autumn is of course the changing colours and the changing temperature, it's actually a bit cold today and just the view around me is rather spectacular. I wanna talk to you about things that help you survive as a business owner. And I know that many many people have many, many bits of advice around what to do to survive in business. There are some great books. Uh, I was only this morning actually talking with some of my mentoring clients about the Stephen Covey classic, Seven habits of highly effective people, if you 've not read it, I really do encourage you. Uh, it is the birthplace really of the abundance mindset stuff that I talk about quite a lot, and that is one of my number one survival tips in business is developing, maintaining and nurturing an abundance a true abundance mind abundance based mindset. If you've not heard me talk about abundance before, then I might just touch base on that a little bit um, as we go through today. I can see we've got a couple of people live. Feel free to say hello and introduce yourselves if um, you're new to my live streams. Now, when you take on being a business owner, no matter what your field of expertise, so obviously I'm a psychologist. And I've been a psychologist for about 20 years and I'm a pretty good psychologist if I do say so myself. But I'm also a business owner and I've been a business owner for at least 15, probably closer to 20 years as well. And I now own two businesses. But nobody taught me how to be a business owner as a psychologist. And this is something that I find is often the case with mental health professionals in particular. It's not part of our training, how to run a business. Now, I bet that you, if you're a creative entrepreneur, or if you're in some other kind of service profession, I bet you didn't get taught how to be a business owner either. If you're in retail, I bet nobody taught you how to be a business owner. Now, you might have had a mentor and if you've got a mentor, I applaud you straight away. That is probably my number one survival tip, as in the first on the list, is to make sure you've got some form of support because we don't all go off and get MBAs to own our businesses. We don't all go off and get formal tertiary education and qualifications and postgraduate qualifications. In business ownership in order to run a business. Some people do and all power to them, but most of us don't. Most of us learn by doing and most of us learn by observing. So, you know my story, my uh, my grandmother had a business when I was growing up and I sat at her feet almost literally and watched her run her business and I had a lot of lessons in business ownership by observing her do her business. But As I became a business owner, I had to learn my own way of being a business owner, and that is something that is uniquely yours. That is something that you will find a way of doing your business your way, and I think that what can help you greatly is having a mentor who understands you, understands your field, understands what it's like to be a business owner, because... There's no point reinventing the wheel. If you can learn from somebody who's gone through it before and has experienced all that business ownership can throw at you, they're going to be able to, I guess, warn you of some of the pitfalls. They're going to understand some of the small gains that are actually quite big and worth celebrating with you. And they're also going to normalise some of your experience. They're going to understand what you're experiencing and be able to reassure you that some of those rough patches are normal a lot of the business owners I speak to hit a wall at some point where they are things are going really well and then all of a sudden they hit a tough patch now it might be a tough patch financially or it might be a difficult time with staff and recruitment and what business owners often do is internalize that rough patch and interpret it hey Miriam welcome And interpret that rough patch as being evidence that they can't do it, evidence that they're a bad business owner or evidence that they shouldn't be trying to run a business as well as all the other things they've got going on in their lives. So having a mentor as as one strategy uh, to survive in business is a great idea because they will have been through rough patches themselves and they will know that what you're experiencing is not about you being a bad business owner, it's normal. I often say to people that owning a business is like getting on a roller coaster. You don't you don't climb onto a roller coaster and expect it to go round and round in a sedate little circle, do you? You get on a roller coaster knowing it's going to be ups and downs, and some of those ups and downs are going to be pretty damned hair raising. So running a business is like that. And I think if you capture that mindset, if you capture that understanding, like really understand that that is normal for business ownership then you're going to be, I guess, a little bit further along the path towards building some skills to survive those tough patches. So number one tip from me is having a mentor, having somebody who's got your back, somebody who understands what it's like, preferably someone in your field of expertise, but not necessarily. So in the mental health professions, obviously, a lot of my mentoring clients are private practitioners in the mental health setting. And so I get their business because it's the same sort of business as mine Um, but for other other um business owners it might be more beneficial to have somebody outside of your specific field if they've got other skills and other experiences that you can draw on to support you in your journey now the number two thing i talk about this a lot so if i am repeating myself i apologize actually no i don't apologize stuff that (laughs) I talk about this a lot because it's so, so important to me, is to take on the mindset of a CEO. Now, the CEO mindset has all sorts of levels to it, but the the bit that I find most helpful for me in my journey as a business owner is the CEO mindset of being three to five years ahead of yourself. So you've got a big picture vision of where your business is heading, like having a mission statement but having a mission statement that actually means something you can see the landscape ahead of you now you might need to do some writing around this some journaling around this or some um, plotting this out on a bit of paper but this idea of knowing where you're heading now that's going to change over time goals are allowed to change over time but this isn't just about goal setting this is about having a vision for where you're heading So if you are in a small business and you're a solo, a sole trader or sole practitioner, and you've got a vision that you wanna provide a service that is multiplied by having more people on your team, then fleshing out what kind of service that's gonna look like in your mind, fleshing out how many people you think you'd like to have on board, getting some real sense of knowing that vision and understanding that vision and living and breathing that vision. In the theatre world, you'd think about a character in a film that's got a backstory, right? We're talking about a forward story here so you can see where you're heading, okay? Having that big picture vision, there's two elements to that 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 are really, really important. We just talked about the ups and downs of the roller, roller coaster of business life. Having your big picture vision helps you see that the rough patches in the road are just potholes in the road. They're not the road going off the edge of a cliff, okay? It's not the end of the road just because you hit a rough patch. So when I have tough times in my business, and I certainly have them, I've talked about lots of them, but I certainly have, have rough times in my business because everybody does. That's the secret. Nobody is immune, no matter how successful somebody is. If they tell you that they never have a rough patch in their business, hmm, I'm going to ask questions about that. When you have a rough patch, when I have a rough patch in my business, my big picture vision actually acts as a stabilizing force. It acts as a bit of an anchor to keep me steady while I'm navigating those choppy waters. I can see where I'm heading. Okay, so I use that vision as a, like a compass. So when I do hit that rough patch, I know that we will get through the rough patch because the bigger picture vision is actually guiding me to make decisions that are in service of that bigger picture vision sometimes that means making decisions that are unpleasant or unpopular so for example decisions to let staff go or decisions to say no to something or decisions to refocus your business in a new direction in order to serve that bigger picture focus But you need the big picture focus before you can do all of that stuff so spend some time writing getting that clear in your mind back in the olden days when I was an actor we would spend time as actors getting to know our characters that we were going to play on stage by writing and writing and writing and writing and creating in our own minds what the backstory of that actor of that character was what their family was all about, what, where they lived, why they were the way they were, really fleshing them out in our own minds. Now we were making that stuff up because it wasn't in the play that we were doing. We would make that stuff up so that it all made more sense to ourselves and gave us that big picture focus about what the motivation was for that character. It's the same with your business. You need to flesh out in your own mind what your business is all about. It's not just about making money. It's not just about doing the work that gets done. There's, there's more to it than that. Now, you might be a sole practitioner or a sole trader and only ever want to be a sole practitioner or a sole trader and that is fine. Growth for growth's sake is not is not everyone's cup of tea. But what I will say is surely, surely you've got a bigger vision for why you do what you do and how you want it to be sustainable, what legacy you want to leave, what... Um, what um, uh, what's the word, the viability of your business relies on you having that bigger picture so that you make sure you're charging your worth. Hey Steve, Steve's in business, he gets it, he knows that he's got to have a plan for what his business future is going to look like and how he keeps his business sustainable in the longer term. Um, so that's, that's tip number two. So tip number one, make sure you've got a mentor to guide you through being a business owner, support you when the rough patches hit understand what those rough patches are all about step number two or tip number two is to have a really clearly clearly fleshed out doesn't have to be defined but fleshed out rounded overview of what your big picture is your big plans be three to five years ahead of yourself in your business thinking otherwise we stay like this and we stay crisis focused and when we stay crisis, crisis focused we make decisions out of desperation and they may not serve our big picture vision. Okay. And I think probably the most obvious example of that is hiring out of desperation. So you're so busy, you desperately need someone on board to help you and you hire the first person who throws in an application and they're just the wrong fit. Their mindset's wrong, their personality's wrong, everything about them is wrong in terms of them being part of your business and you then have to make a tough decision about whether to let them go. Or try and shape them to be a better fit for your practice and that can be hard work and can take more time than it's worth so slowing yourself down reassuring yourself that your bigger picture is more important than making decisions out of desperation in the moment right what was number three let me think I've got so many ideas I'm actually putting together a tip sheet Um, for um, everybody to be able to download from my website. And I think that my third, my third, I think my third, if we're talking about top three, now these aren't in order of priority, but probably in terms of my top three tips, my third would be having an abundance mindset. This has actually been a game changer for me. I first heard about abundance versus scarcity based thinking uh, a couple of years ago. And I spent a little bit of time journaling around that, which wasn't a thing for me. Like It was like, mm-hmm. it sounded a bit woo-woo for me. But it, um, I sort of looked into it a bit more and realised that it doesn't come from the woo-woo brigade. It actually comes from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. So it really comes from that business development field, if you like. Um, and the simple definition, or the simplest definition I, I can come up with for abundance versus scarcity is when you truly occupy an abundance-based mindset, you are coming from a place of believing that there's more than enough for everybody, there's more than enough to go around. When you think about how big this world is, you think about how many people are in this world think about the digital age that we now live in where you can get your message out to everybody on the planet in one way or another there are more than enough people in this world for whom your message will appeal you just got to get it out there so an abundance based mindset is feeling that there's more than enough believing that there's more than enough it helps you stay in your own lane helps you focus on your bigger picture planning, helps you avoid some of the traps of desperation-based thinking and it helps you be focused on being collegial rather than competitive. So collegiality, feeling there's enough for everybody to go around and we can support each other rather than competitiveness where we're all fighting for a piece of the pie. So in some of the abundance um, writings, you'll find reference to... This idea that scarcity-based thinking is, is a belief that there's only one pie, so there's only so much to go around, and if you succeed, that means there's less pie for me. So that keeps us very, very uh, fear-based, very um, jealously guarding our, our skills and our knowledge and our, um, our options, I guess, keeping things close to our chest, hoarding them secretly away. But it also leads to making decisions out of desperation. Whereas an abundance-based mindset is where we believe there's an infinite amount of pie. Infinite. There is infinite pie. You may have as much pie as you like and I will have as much pie as I like And because I can only eat so much pie anyway. So there's more than enough to go around. And then from that position, you make better decisions about your business-to-business relationships with your colleagues and peers and what some would call your competitors. I don't like that term. And you also make better decisions about your own business because you're not acting from desperation. So they're probably my top three tips around surviving in business. Get some support through a mentor. Make sure you've got a really well-rounded vision for your business. Big picture plan. That big picture plan will be your compass for getting you through choppy waters and the rough patches of business ownership. Hey, Dave. And tip number three. Is really occupying an abundance based mindset and avoiding scarcity like the plague if you want to read more about abundance versus scarcity check out Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people you can actually hear that as an audio book if you wish meanwhile feel free to throw into the comments any tips that you've got for surviving in business as a business owner because I think we all need to pull our resources together sometimes and make sure that we all get through this in one piece and I am certainly putting together my top my top my top 10 tips try saying that fast my top 10 tips for business survival I'm putting that together as an as a free downloadable ebook so that will be available off my website soon so I will let you know when that's out and about for your viewing pleasure Have a wonderful day, whatever you're doing. I'm going to enjoy a little bit more of this autumn sunshine here in Australia. And in the Northern Hemisphere, enjoy your spring evening. I'll talk to you again very soon. Bye for now.